Welcome into another episode of Locked On Phillies. In today's episode, I'm going to explain to you exactly what's going on with the Phillies' magic number and their clinching scenarios. A bit of a complicated spot they're in right now. I think it's all going to end up in the same place. I think we're all on that same page. But how could they possibly get there tonight against the Pittsburgh Pirates? We'll discuss. We'll also preview the series with the Pirates and what games matter, what games don't, um, what pitchers to watch, everything like that. It's a very interesting time of the year for evaluating what we really care about still when it comes to the regular season. And uh, finally, on that point, Aaron Nola's last start of the regular season. How does it affect your view of him going into the postseason? We'll discuss it all on today's episode of Locked on Phillies. You are Locked on Phillies, your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, this is Locked On Phillies. I'm Connor Thomas, your host. Thank you so much for checking us out today. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you want some more of my content, you may have heard me on 97.5 The Fanatic on the radio before, NBC Sports Philadelphia on the television side. Um, a two-year credentialed Philadelphia Phillies media member. Just giving you my uh, my resume there a little bit there so you know who I am and why I'm the one here hosting Locked On Phillies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Really appreciate you taking the time to check us out. Make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube, all that good stuff. I really appreciate it. Uh, Let's jump into today's episode and let's start with the conversation about the Phillies magic number. So I was under the impression after the Philadelphia Phillies watched the Arizona Diamondbacks lose to the Yankees yesterday, the Phillies had the day off, the Diamondbacks lose to the Yankees in a tight game. And I thought that meant that now the top wild card seed in the National League could be clinched by a win as well as a playoff berth. Because I know the magic number for a Phil's playoff berth is down to one. Or at least I thought I knew that. And then I was like, well, maybe I got to double check because people are asking me all this stuff about, wait, can they clinch the top wild card seed too? Doesn't other stuff need to happen? So shout out to Phillies Nation. Um, go ahead and solid website, uh, great information. I would definitely go ahead and check it out. And they put out the updated clinching scenarios and everything. All right. So let's start with the remaining schedule. The Phillies have a three-game series versus the Pittsburgh Pirates at home. Uh, Then they go on the road for three against the New York Mets. So they have six games left. Here are the Phillies clinching scenarios for Tuesday, tonight, game one against the Pittsburgh Pirates. So the Phillies can clinch a postseason berth on Tuesday, September 26th with a win over the Pirates. Simple. They win. And they're in. Or if the Cubs lose to the Braves, the Phillies are in. Or if the Marlins lose to the Mets, the Phillies are in. Or if the Diamondbacks lose to the White Sox, they're in. It doesn't matter. You don't need all those things to happen. Basically, the Phillies can lose. um, And then the Cubs can lose and it's Phillies are in. Phillies can lose, Marlins lose. Like, you get it. If any of those teams lose, it doesn't matter what the Phillies do. They're in. If the Phillies win... And all those other teams win, it doesn't matter. The Phillies are in. So that, that's why the magic number is one. Simple. You control your own destiny. You win or any of the teams chasing you lose and you're in. Cool. Great. Now, how do they get the top wild card seed? Because that was the easy part, right? You know they're one game away from being a playoff team. The Phillies can also clinch the top wild card spot in the National League and home field advantage in the wild card series on Tuesday with a win over the Pirates. And so they'd need – to beat the Pirates, there's no scenario in this one where they can lose and get help. No, you have to beat the Pirates, and the Cubs have to either lose to the Braves 
or the Brewers have to beat the Cardinals because you need to make sure that the NL Central gets locked up, that there's no way the Brewers could possibly get caught, and then they'd go ahead and be the top wildcard spot, anything like that. I think the Cubs are going to lose to the Braves. I do believe the Brewers should beat the Cardinals. And I also think the Phillies are going to beat the Pirates. So I think they're going to lock up the top wild card seed today. But if the Phillies lose on Tuesday, actually, they can still clinch the top wild card spot on Tuesday with a lot of help. They're, this is the final scenario, all right? Wrap your head around this one. So we, we already know. If they win today, they're in. If they lose today, but any of the teams chasing them also lose, any of them, not all of them, any of them lose, then they're also in. But no top wild card unless the Phillies win and – the Cubs either lose to the Braves or the Brewers beat the Cardinals. That's all good. There's one other way they can do it. If the Phillies lose on Tuesday, they can still clinch the top wild card spot on Tuesday. Here's what would need to happen. The Cubs would have to lose to the Braves. The Brewers would have to beat the Cardinals. The Marlins would have to lose to the Mets. And the Diamondbacks would have to lose against the White Sox. That's not either or. That's all of those things would have to happen. Um, so, yeah, that's all good. That's how they would get it, even with a loss, but it's a lot of things that need to break their way. And if the Phillies win on Tuesday but don't clinch the top wild card spot, for whatever reason, the the Braves game, uh, the Cubs-Braves and the Brewers-Cardinals doesn't go their way, they can clinch that spot on Wednesday with just the simple scenario that you're in right now. A win over the Pirates. So if they win tonight, they're in. If they win tomorrow, they're top wild card. Nothing anyone could do to stop them. Or the Cubs loss against the Braves tomorrow or a Brewers win over the Cardinals. So the same scenario. It just carries on, and it'll carry on throughout the season. Basically, they're locked into being the top wild card seed, and they're locked into being in the playoffs. But they just need to – literally, the only way – I hate even putting this out in the universe. The only way the Phillies are not the top wild card seed and make it into the postseason is if they lose out against the Pirates and the Mets in six games and the other teams chasing them all win out. It's not going to happen, folks. It's not. The Phillies are going to win at least one more game the rest of the way. Those other teams, someone's going to lose another game the rest of the way. Like, they're absolutely fine. Uh, and that's a great thing for the Philadelphia Phillies to be where they are right now and to be in a situation where they have all these clinching scenarios and everything looks to be in their favor. Uh, that means we're looking, we're staring down the barrel of the home wild card series that says in Bank Park. It means we're looking at a better playoff standing than last year. I'll have more thoughts on this when they actually clinch. Uh, because I don't want to put the cart ahead of the horse here. But just my initial feeling a little bit about the Phil's magic number being one and then potentially being the top wild card seed as early as when tonight's game is over. Well, I'll give you the cliff notes of what I'm going to get deeper into when they clinch. The way they got there doesn't matter. And I know the payroll's higher. And I know Trey Turner struggled for a lot of the year. And I know, guys, there's like a lot of things that are questions about this Philadelphia Phillies team when you look back over 162 when the regular season is going to be said and done. Bottom line is last year, Rob Thompson took over for Joe Girardi for a team in a, like a 10-year heading to an 11-year playoff drought, turned everything around. They made it as the final wild card team and made a run to the World Series. This year, well, they were slow starters but they played much better baseball. And I don't care where the record is compared to last year. Uh, bottom line is, and they're going to end up, I think, with a better record than last year anyway. Bottom line is their standing in the postseason is better. They went from the final wild card seed to the top wild card seed. Now, instead of going on the road to St. Louis, you're going to be able to come home and play either the Cubs or the Diamondbacks and the Marlins at Citizens Bank Park, a huge advantage for the Philadelphia Phillies. And then you might have to run through a very similar path as you did last year, the Braves and the DS and, 
whoever comes out of the right side, maybe a, a surprising Brewers team like you saw from the Padres. I don't know. But bottom line is this is an improvement upon the standings of last year, and that's something to be proud of if you're the Philadelphia Phillies. They're continuing to move in the right direction, maybe not as fast as some people expected, but with the chance to clinch the top wildcard seed, the Philadelphia Phillies have accomplished more than they accomplished in last year's regular season, and for that we should be proud. Uh, coming up, we're going to discuss a little bit about the actual game. So those are just a bunch of scenarios on clinching, but like, let's break down like we've been doing all year. How did the Phillies get there? I mean, the Phillies play the Pirates at 6.40 p.m. tonight, Eastern Standard Time. You can listen to every pitch of the Phillies' hometown radio broadcast of that game on the SiriusXM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies. You'll be able to pull up everything there. Uh, we'll talk about it and break down uh, what should be an interesting series with the Pirates with all the clinching scenarios in play. Coming up on Locked on Phillies. All right, first though, I want to tell you about my friends over at LinkedIn. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach is wasting the time of both the buyer and the seller at every stage, especially when sellers are using shallow and outdated data. You need to know exactly how to sell what you're trying to sell, and you need to know the best methods for doing that. Well, your organization can overcome these challenges with uh, technology that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers which lead to better outcomes like more pipeline, higher win rates and larger deals. Okay. We call this deep sales and we built the first deep sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn sales navigator. Go ahead and check it out. I mean, it's absolutely awesome. And when I say go ahead and check it out, I mean, right now you can try LinkedIn sales navigator and get a 60 day free trial at linkedin.com slash locked on. That's linkedin.com slash locked on for a 60 day free trial. Go ahead and let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash locked on and you can go ahead and get started. All right, let's jump into Phillies, Pirates, the final home series of the year for your Philadelphia Phillies. So this is going to be, they just had Fan Appreciation Day. This is the last time the Philadelphia Phillies are going to be at Citizens Bank Park for a long time. No, nah, I'm kidding. They're going to be back there next week when they host a... Uh, the top wild card series and as the top wild card team in the national league, they get all three of those games at home. A beautiful thing. You'll love to see it. So this is, will not be the last home series for the Philadelphia Phillies and citizens bank park uh, in the 2023 season or regular season. So we've got that looking forward to, which is nice. Now, when I look at the matchup, we start with the pitching matchup, Aaron Nola on the mound, he's facing uh, Mitch Keller. So, Numbers, Mitch Keller, 13 and 9. Aaron Nola, 12 and 9. Very comparable. Keller, 4.25 ERA. Nola, 4.57 ERA. The whip, a little bit better for Aaron Nola. 1.17 versus 1.26. Innings pitched, they're within two thirds of an inning, or sorry, uh, an inning and a third of each other. Nola's thrown 187. Keller's thrown 188 and a third. Hits, Keller's given up 10 more, but I mean, very comparable. 204 strikeouts for Keller and 194 for Nola. 53 walks, 45 walks, 24 home runs, 31 home runs. I mean, Keller's had trouble with the long ball, too. Nola, obviously, more so. I mean, these are very comparable pitchers here. The difference is the lineup's not good, and the Pirates aren't playing for anything. So, advantage Phillies. I mean, you look at the numbers. Uh, the Phillies are minus 165 on the money line. Um, the ESPN Analytics predictor has them at a 64.7% chance to win. The Phillies are big-time favorite in this one. And here's why, right? You look at those matchups for pitchers, and you say – Okay, the NOLA thing's interesting. They're closer uh, than I would have imagined them to be. Well, listen to the offensive numbers. 
here's your home run leaders. Uh, your home run leader for the Pittsburgh Pirates is Jack Sawinski. Jack Sawinski has 26 home runs this year. Kyle Schwarber has 45, advantage Phillies. Uh, Brian Hayes has two, a 276 average. Uh, he's slashing 276, 314, 461. And that 276 batting average leads the team. Harper is leading the Phillies, a 292 average, slashing 292, 398, 491, having an insane year, uh, especially considering he just came back from Tommy John surgery earlier this season. And uh, Brian Reynolds is leading the Pirates in RBIs with 82. Nick Castellanos leads the Phillies with 106, and they're going to have multiple guys over 100. They're just a much, much better offense than the Pittsburgh Pirates, a much better team, and they've got something to play for. The Pirates have been eliminated. This is going to be a series where it's the Phillies fighting for something and the Pirates fighting for pride, and I don't really think they have that much pride left after the season they put together and the collapse after starting well. So, yeah. That's all good. So you got Nola tonight. Tomorrow you'll get Ranger Suarez. Uh, after that, in the final game of the series, uh, Zach Wheeler, subject to change. I'd be very surprised if Zach Wheeler makes that start against the Pittsburgh Pirates on Thursday the 28th. Let's actually do the math. So if he started Thursday the 28th, the final game against the Pirates, he'd have Friday the 29th off, Saturday the 30th, um, Sunday the 1st, Monday the 2nd, and he'd throw on Tuesday the 3rd. Yeah, yeah, that's Tuesday, um, I believe. Whatever. He, he'd, th- he'd throw on the 3rd would be four days. Yeah, I'd hope Zach Wheeler wouldn't make that start. But he also has complained in the past about getting rusty. That's the thing. Like, we're getting into a really interesting – it could be as early as tomorrow's episode. <clears throat> Excuse me, where I'm talking through scenarios for how do you rest, guys? Who do you rest? What's – um, what am I agreeing with with Rob Thompson and not? Who throws out of the pen? Who needs more work? Who are the guys you need to get looks at to go ahead and figure out exactly what you're doing come postseason? Like, these are all the things that become a priority once you quit a postseason spot is how do we go into the series with whoever, whether it's the Cubs, the Diamondbacks, the Marlins, how do we go into a playoff series firing on all cylinders against them? So that's something to look for. I mean, I imagine you're going to see later on in this series against the Pirates a lot of Rodolfo Castro. A lot of Edmundo Sosa uh, out of the pen. You'll see a Ryan Kirk ring a bunch. I mean, you're going to see guys make spot starts like randomly. You might see uh, some type of call up or something for a, a guy to go ahead and throw. Uh, you might see a Jeff Hoffman start in there. You might see like Michael Lorenzen start a game and throw three innings or whatever just to get himself stretched out. There's going to be some weird stuff as the Phillies have time to clinch. I mean, you remember last year, they only had two games between the clinching, which was their first game in Houston of the last series. They went down to the Houston Astros and Nola threw a gem, which is – I just put that together. Last year they clinched with Nola on the mound. Aaron Nola throws tonight. Do they clinch again with Aaron Nola on the mound? I mean, that would be pretty cool to see for a guy who's probably throwing his last regular season game in Philadelphia in a Phillies uniform today in Aaron Nola. Hasn't had a great year. Would love to see him just go out and dominate and – help the Phillies clinch a postseason berth for the second straight year. Like, he deserves that. I don't hate Aaron Nola as a person. Like, I don't. I think he's a very good dude. Does a lot of good things for the community and everything. Just like an upstanding, nice guy. I just don't love the baseball player he's become and the pitcher and how inconsistent he is. And for that reason, I'd be fine seeing him in another uniform. But, I mean, I'd be happy if he had success for sure. We're all rooting for Aaron Nola. No one's rooting against Aaron Nola just for the sake of rooting against Aaron Nola. Some people are like, we don't want him in a Phillies uniform, but 
Uh, I mean, we're going to get a little bit deeper into this coming up as we wrap up and Nola's last start of the year, but it'd be very cool to watch him go out and clinch a postseason berth for the second straight time. Now, he wasn't on the mound uh, when they clinched. I believe it was Zach Eflin who closed it down in Houston, but he was the starter of that game. Be pretty cool to see that again. And we'll discuss what we're looking for in Aaron Nola's last start, not just the sentimentality of it, like I was talking about, but also a little bit with the uh, the whole setup of uh, what does this say for the postseason? Uh, we'll discuss that coming up. I do want to remind you, Phillies Pirates, 6.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is first pitch tonight. You can listen to every pitch of the hometown radio broadcast of that game on the SiriusXM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies, and you'll be able to pull up everything there when it comes to Phillies Pirates. Uh, so go ahead and check out our friends at SiriusXM. And coming up, yes, we're going to talk a little bit about Aaron Nola's potential final start in a regular season game in a Philadelphia Phillies uniform. We'll discuss as we wrap up Locked on Phillies. First off, I want to talk to you a little bit about Jace Medical, all right? So the Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. I mean, it's super easy to get one. You just fill out a simple online form, and in some cases, you jump on a quick call with one of their board-certified physicians, and you can get ongoing care from their physicians as well on any treatment-related questions. It's doctor-created. It's doctor-recommended. You don't want to be caught unprepared, folks. So when something crazy happens in your life, when you find yourself in a medical situation, you might be uh, unprepared unless you have this Jace case, which is, uh, again, you get five special antibiotics that you need for certain scenarios can save you in a pinch if you're having a medical emergency. You should be able to take care of yourself, right? Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case, which provides, again, five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical, make sure you have the medication in hand, and it's simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. So don't get caught unprepared. Plus, you can get $20 off on these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using my code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. All right, yes, Phillies Pirates. Uh, 6.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can listen to every pitch of the Phillies hometown radio broadcast of that game on the SiriusXM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies, and you'll be able to pull that all up there. But, uh, yes, let's talk about this last NOLA start here. It's very interesting. I don't know mentally how I'm going to take it. I don't know if I'm going to be a little nostalgic. I don't know if I'm going to be like, okay, thank goodness, like move on from this guy. I don't know how any of that's going to work out or feel for me. What I do know is I don't think I'm going to be any more or any less confident in the Arenola going into the postseason based on what he does. The Pirates are not a playoff quality opponent. They're not. You're not seeing anyone special. You're not seeing that tough of a lineup. It's a home game. It's not a tough environment. They're not fighting for seeding or anything. No, they're, they've been eliminated. So it's not like if Arenola goes out and he absolutely dices tonight, you say, okay, I feel much better about Aaron Nola going into the postseason, knowing that he just started the game where he clinched and everything. No, I think the book's already been written on Aaron Nola in the regular season. Now, he can rewrite it in the postseason, but I think anyone who's watching this game with the intention of figuring out more about Aaron Nola and his ability to pitch in the postseason, I think that's insane. I think that's a crazy way to look at it. You already have a huge sample size from him. He's been inconsistent. He's had moments where he's been really good. He's had moments where he's been really bad. The home run has killed him this year. 
the strikeouts haven't been as high as they have been in the past, but they're still somewhat there. He's still got that type of stuff. I mean, yeah, that's Aaron Nolan in a nutshell. And you're not going to learn any more by his final start of the regular season against the Pittsburgh Pirates, who have a lineup that's not really intimidating anybody. So, I mean, go out and enjoy the start, like root for him, root for the Phillies to clinch everything. I'm not saying it doesn't matter. He can just go out there and stink. But I'm just saying if he goes out there and throws like eight no-hit innings, I'm not now saying, oh, well, Nola's ready to go for the post. Like, there will be some people who do that, and you might not be wrong that that's a good thing to have ahead of the postseason. But I'm just – I'm at the point where I'm not trying to make any sweeping claims based on playing a team that has nothing to play for. It will be a nice stretch out performance to get Aaron Nola warmed up and ready to go and maybe work on some things for what he needs to do in the postseason. But it's not something that's going to change my opinion of what he's been all year, which is an inconsistent pitcher who needs to be either lucky or really hot at the right time if the Phillies are going to make a deep run here. So we'll see. I mean, he's the ultimate coin flip for this team. And that's not changing based on his last start of the year. So go ahead and watch it and enjoy it. Uh, it could be the last time we see Aaron Nola uh, throw in the regular season in a Phillies uniform. It won't be the last time we see him throw at Citizen Bank Park because I imagine he's getting the ball in game two of the wild card series. But still, hey, go ahead and uh, take a look and drink it in because he still is a very good pitcher. And sooner, sooner rather than later, we might be looking at a world where Aaron Nola is not wearing a Philadelphia Phillies uniform. So... Uh, yeah, that's how I feel about his last start of the year. Just kind of a breakdown of where everything is there. Uh, that's all for today's episode of Locked On Phillies. Thank you so much for checking us out. Tomorrow, hopefully, we're talking about the playoff-bound Philadelphia Phillies with a win over the Pirates tonight and maybe some help. We'll be talking about the top wildcard seed Phillies. So a lot to get into. Please make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube in the meantime. Cost you nothing. Takes like two seconds to do, so I appreciate that. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So thank you so much for checking out Locked On Phillies. I'll talk to you next time on the next episode of Locked on Phillies. 